the girls, it's your girl Callie Alley here on Dash Radio. I'm so happy you guys are joining in and listening. It means so much to me, honestly, because this show would not be anything without the listeners. So thank you once again for just supporting Caliente Girls. You all listening to the Caliente Girls. Two hours of hell yeah. Hell to the yeah. <laughs> and oh my God. Let's do it. Caliente Girls. <laughs> Check one, two, one, two. Turn down. 
down, won't turn down, won't go home, yeah. For what? Strong and sexy women. Caliente girls. Dash. Los Angeles. Caliente girls here on Dash Radio. It's your girl, Cali Ali. Yo, what is going on with everybody? It's like we're approaching fall, and I feel like this year literally just passed on by so quickly. I'm just like... Where does the time go? The next thing you know, it's going to be Thanksgiving. I mean, it's first going to be Halloween, Thanksgiving, then Christmas, and New Year's, and Valentine's, and St. Patty's Day. Like, here it comes, you guys. I hope y'all got your wallet ready and ready to spend some money because I feel like this is the most expensive time of the year. Halloween, it begins. The costumes cost like $3,000. No, I'm just kidding. But y'all, yeah, I mean, for the females, you guys already know, like, costumes cost a lot of money and the makeup and you know just for one night but i'm just probably gonna stay home during halloween unless i gotta work but the goal is to stay home and i am looking forward to thanksgiving because that's the time of the year that i like to get really faded and munch all i can get (laughs) without having to put on pounds Um, but yeah i don't know what holidays you guys are excited that are coming up let me know in the comments on caliente girls but we definitely got some hot jams i don't want you guys to move i need you guys to stay put go ahead and you know just bump us turn up the volume do whatever you're doing continue doing what you're doing or if you were in the car and you're here like listening during traffic hour i hope i can make your time go by fast because we definitely got some hot jams today here on caliente girls it's your girl cali ali and don't move caliente girls caliente girls number one number one I know something wrong, cause in my head my home wasn't a home Gotta write my wrongs, I try to turn my flowers to something go Hips in the thong, respect the real, but f- the ones who told Air that I risk my life Can't leave my home without my pipe, creeping through the night When angels and demons on my bike, wanna get my faith right But I always end up sending overnight Sometimes I hate life, but I always remember it's gonna be alright uh, COVID, Glock 19, uh, came with a big red beam uh, bless, but not me, I try to break part to a f***ed scene uh, Tryna f*** boy to me, uh, put him on a fresh white team uh, And that shit doing me, don't ask me Cause I ain't see none How he say he stepping in them G-Nights, he ain't crease um, Hot blitz, we keep them We sliding after P Slot on that block like it's a D I hear I done, we ain't see him So lucky that we didn't in the streets Where we gon' leave him uh, I turned into track star huh, I don't know why they be acting hard And we done left a lot of that is scarred But I'm just a rapper, I'ma play my card mm-hmm. I suffer from broken soul Walking alone on this road I know something wrong Cause in my head my home wasn't a home Gotta right my wrongs Watch how I turn my flowers to something go Hip in the thong, respect the real But f- the ones who told air that I risk my life Can't leave my home without my pipe Creeping through the night When angels and demons on my bike Wanna get my faith right But I always end up sending overnight Sometimes I hate life But I always remember it's gonna be alright Everything I spit is art Can't you see I can't inspire My mama says she proud of me Her baby is a star I guess I do it for her That's why I fuck up car I keep 30 on my way So I'll end up buried in the yard I swing that K like I'm a rock star Y'all can keep up with us We in fast cars If he try running at me I bet he won't make it far Down, I bet I won't break a sweat Put this blicky to his face and turn him sad with his chest If I ever 
never catch the Watson and I'm taking off his neck. Wanna get my faith right, but I always end up sinning overnight. Sometimes I hate life, but I always remember it's gonna be alright. My others be hating. We keep it flat. Caliente Girls. Cash Radio. Los Angeles, California. 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 Listen to Kelly and the girls. Kelly and the boy. Paris Harris. The Paris Rockstar Harris. Yes, it's your girl Kelly Ali. It's a beautiful evening. It's hot in here, but it's hot outside. It's just hot, and that's what Caliente is all about. Exactly. <laughs> so let's go. Let's make it. Let's make it hotter. 
What's oh. going on with you? What we got coming up for Paris? I feel like there's a lot coming up. There's a lot coming up. A lot, that lot is fashion. That lot is models. That lot is fantastic. Uh-huh. Are we talking about that? Oh, yes. Yes, snap. let's snap talk it, snap about it, snap that. It. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, my God. I expect fierceness, eleganza. You And you're going to get fierceness, eleganza <laughs> to the top of the runway, to the bottom, Ooh. to the explosion. <laughs> and then some. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's, and it's so interesting because we're going to have um, fantastic, we're going to have swimwear, we're going to have couture, Ooh. we're going to have junk, fantastic, um, um, juicy jewelries. Wow. And um, just things that make when you look at them, you go, oh my God, I want that. Oh my God, I want that. No, I want that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want that. Who can wear it? Oh, Paris. <laughs> Are you excited? Fantastic. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm very excited. Are you nervous? No. Are you overwhelmed? No. Are you stressed? No. Good, you're just excited. Yay! <laughs> See, people like you are made for that industry. Because I would be crying with all the stress and overwhelmness. My sensitive, but... We can cry, but use your tears. <laughs> to, um, to, um, to, um, um, to keep the face um, more, mm-hmm. more sensitized. That's true. And then also you can use the tears to put on your hair. There you go. And like, you know, and then um, you can put on your forehead. There and you, you can add color and have two legs. <laughs> Tears and Kool-Aid. Tears and Kool-Aid. I love Tears I love that. Somebody said tears are um, a way of cleansing the soul from dust. I was like, interesting, which is kind well, of Well, that's true. if you have a dusty soul. It, it gets a little dusty a ton of time if I don't clean it, so that's why I stay on my meditation. And, uh, oh, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I like that little segue, little, that, um, that spiritual segue. You know, Uh-oh. And if you don't take care of yourself. Where my tamarind. <laughs> Get my Stevie Nicks on. But yeah, I like that. Well, because she used to play the tambourine, Fleetwood Mac, and she would get down. She would like she would take the tambourine. She would knock the tambourine, ring and tambour the tambour. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, Paris. What kind of music are we also expecting at fashion? Your fashion show? Um, we're gonna have everything from rap Ooh. to hip hop, yes, to pop, Ooh. to jazz, mm. to soul. Oh, and it's interesting because this is one of my shows. I don't always have performers on my shows, mm-hmm. so that's why this is fantastic. Um, oh, that would be awesome. There you go. Any local K-pop? LA K-pop artists? There should, there has to be. LA has everything. We have to have that. There are. Well, let's manifest that. That's gonna. Mm. That, I feel like you're gonna make that happen. Okay, we'll hum it. Mm-hmm. We'll hum. Mm-hmm. Bam. There you go. It's, it's gonna happen. There. I'm excited. Oh my excited. god! Just get my phone rang and it says it's K-pop. We hot. Now take a sip. Yep. Caliente girls pushing flames on these streets. Dash Radio LA. Yeah.
Caliente Girls next to Elena, an amazing doctor next to me. How are you today? I'm great. So nice to see you, Leila. Nice to see you too. So I have a lot of questions. Today we're going to have a segment. She's going to teach a little bit about sport people. People they have addictions, people don't know how to fix it. And Dr. Elena is going to tell us a little bit more. So Elena, you do so many things. Can you please explain a little bit more about these athletics that have addictions and they don't know how to fix it? What would be the right solution? So oftentimes when you have addictions, it's really in the brain because your alpha brain wave is off and that's why you have addictions. And they can be destructive or constructive, but still an addiction. So the best way to fix it is if you do brain training called neurofeedback, where you measure the brain waves and you see where the brain is at and which brain waves are off and where is the alpha, and then you retrain it back to balance. So um, give me a little bit more examples, like uh, where is the age, uh, any, any type of age can come and, and fix uh, if you have problems or, or it's too late if that person is 50 years old. There is no really age group. My youngest client is six months old, my oldest client 103, so anybody can do it. It's non-invasive, it's FDA approved, it's only by sound, and it is so safe that I can do it on babies or pregnant women too. Nice. So let's say a boxer, right? The, the most of the time they get hit a lot, right? Um, so where they should, they should come here? What is the process? How long is the treatment? So I deal with a lot of head injuries, concussion with boxers or hockey players, American football players, and they do the brain training. I measure their brain waves. It takes me like 10, 15 minutes, and then each session is half an hour, and I see where they at. They can do like two, three, four sessions a day, and they can fix their brain in one week, or they can take three, four weeks, depends on their time frame. You can do it daily. And also for head injuries, I recommend hyperbaric oxygen chamber because it helps the oxygen with the neurofeedback to heal the brain faster. Nice. And also, uh, tell me a little bit more about, um, I know you do also if you have car accidents, right? These machines work for that too, right? Yes. So oftentimes when you are in car accident or any sort of accident and you have head injury, again, you do neurofeedback, hyperbaric oxygen that helps you to heal the injuries. And we also have two other treatments. One is Tesla bath, it's for broken bone joints, pinched nerve disc hernias. And then we have non-invasive red light, very expensive machine, it's called Ultra Slim. And it heals the scar tissues and any pinched nerve and inflammation. That's a lot of information. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a whole program for injuries and depends where the injury is at. If it's the brain, it's the neurofeedback oxygen. If it's body, we have two other machines that we add to the body. So, so it's, it's, it's almost warranting that, that people can really fix, right, from uh, addictions? Yes, because everything is in the brain and oftentimes I work with a lot of rehabs and they do the 12-step program and they put people on a lot of medications and treatments and that's great, but if your brain is off, you'll try whatever you were addicted to and you're back in the same spiral. So when you fix the brain, you fix the core of the problem. It's like taking Advil for a root canal or get rid of the root canal. I'm the dentist. 
exactly <laughs> so tell me something uh where we can find you tell me your website your instagram and i i'm here but for the rest of the people that listen to you so it's called eustache like my last name eustache institute we are located in beverly hills and we opening second location in palm beach so go on instagram to eustache institute or my website eustacheinstitute.com and uh, you can also email me eustacheinstitute at yahoo.com and you can set an appointment there is a phone number on the website there is a phone number on Instagram so one more time the Instagram it's called eustache just like my last name eustache institute eustache institute at Instagram and eustacheinstitute.com as a website I love it. Well, no, thank you so much. We're going to have more Austin Elena in the show so she can teach a little bit and educate us, you know, how to fix our body with not taking medications and using these fantastic and magic machines that she have. Thank you, Elena. Thank you so much for having me. She's fixing my neck. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Bueno, guys, we continue here in Dash Radio, Caliente Girls with Leila Giancalini, Leila Life. Thank you, guys. your original radio edited song to business at calientegirls.com if it slays we'll play contact billy rehab media at 
1-888-475-1567, extension 3. wonder what it's like if it feels so nice down here. You got me wondering, got me in a daze. You just keep amazing me. Just what to say To keep my mind Stay sane And you know Each flaw, each wound Yet you still Paint me Thank you. 
while we sip this tea. Come on! Elon Musk and Destiny Mary. <laughs> Callie and Jenny. What's up, everybody? It's your Caliente girls. Hell yeah. It's your Caliente girls, and you got your girl, Destiny Marie. And your girl, Elo Musk. And tonight, we, we have a the heat. <laughs> <laughs> we have a special guest tonight. Guests. We have two special guests tonight, actually. We've got Tony Usbon. Usbon. Did I say it right? Yes. No. No. Hasbun. 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 Yes, Hasbun. Okay, I'm going to do that again. We got your boy, Tony Hasboon, and Glove. Glove. Russ right yes. here. I know. I was like, wait, do you like Chris or do you like Glove? She did all the work to Glove. get Tony Hasboon in there. I know. Said, I was like, Glove. I know. I thought she, I thought Dustin was I thought we, were connected, I thought we like, connected for a yeah, second. I, like, like, I thought you got oh, it. No, yeah. no, I, I know your name. I was just like, let's change it up. You don't have to know my name. Just remember me. Always. <laughs> right. I forget, I'm wearing the sweater. Yes. Caliente girls already in action. Always, always. Well, tell us, um, who who are you? We all know who you are, but just in case there's listeners that don't know, because you guys are mm. cool. Tell okay. us. Well, yes. I'm Chris the Glove. I am a DJ, producer, songwriter, composer, and now digital creator, and writer of comic books. I actually wrote a couple of short stories, too, and I write poetry. That's amazing. I'm a mm-hmm. now. That's crazy, right? But I'm known for working with Death Row and Ruthless and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. And I worked on The Chronic and the Deep Cover and all those fun records. So my first number one was Doggy Dog World with Snoop Dogg. It was actually the first wow. number one single on Death Row. That's iconic. Oh, okay. That's freaking iconic. That's that so cool. That is awesome. So wait, so I have a question. Um, might be, I don't know, touchy feeling or not, but how come whenever I do do research and you did say that you've worked with really amazing people and death row and all that, um, how come you've never been credited for it? Because I work for a government agency called Spectre and I was sent to work on those songs that not be known. Oh, okay. That's why. I mean, back in the days, so... Most people look at it, I have a different perspective. I'm six foot six. Mm-hmm. I look at the world different. Mm-hmm. So when I was doing the music, I was coming off of, I did a song called Reckless with Ice-T in the movie Break It. The movie came out, we were in the movie, it made $60 million like wow. the first two weekends. So we were stars. I was in the, movie, in the video, Shaka Khan, I uh-huh. Feel For You. I'm the uh-huh. DJ in that. Wow. It's just me and Shaka. The rest is cut in from other days. Shaka and I spent the day together. It was great. Mm-hmm. So I'm on that, right? Number yeah. one movie, number one song. song. We, I'm DJing in the hottest clubs in LA, the private clubs, everything. I'm a DJ, right? right. And I did this song. So I made, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars off of that. When I met Dre and those guys, it was whatever. Like, I got money. Who's yeah. for dinner? Right. Uh, okay. So it wasn't about, it's never been, mm-hmm. none of us did this for money. Got sure, it. you want to get paid. Right. But it was never for that. Okay. So it's always been like a passion for you. Man, I started DJing when I was 17. Dang. Okay. And when I went, the first thing I DJ was a park, a picnic, park picnic in uh, Chevy Hills around the corner. Oh, right okay. This, this place over here, oh, right down the street. Yeah. Uh, Chevy Hills Park. I forgot the name of Rancho Park. Okay. I go in here, it's 2,000 people. It's the Capri Club picnic. They were like oh Uncle Jam's Army. Oh my God. Club, seat cars, 
that was posted. So the first time I go, I stand up in front of all these people and play records. And I'm doing something they never seen in person because mm-hmm. it's scratching and cutting and mm-hmm. moving. Oh my God, that's so around amazing. backwards, backwards, <laughs> forever. So, because we want to, it was like the DJ had to be a spectacle. And I'm yeah. tall and long so I can do things. Yeah. Right, that's more, right. You know what I mean? That's wrong. Yeah. So... That's it. So people say you play basketball, and I play the piano and then the turntables because I mean, my hands, I can make chords people can't make. Right. Okay. So, you know, that's why the music sounds, it's another trick. Like, the guys making music are superhuman. It's not like, like when Kobe Bryant takes the ball in his hand, uh-huh. his fingers are this much longer than mine. Wow. Okay. When he grabs the ball, it's like, you ain't getting that ball. It's like, it's like when you mm-hmm. grab a grapefruit. Like, mm-hmm. Try to knock it out of my hand. So when I play the piano, my hands are longer than everybody else's in here. I can do combinations you guys can make them. So right. Because you have that advantage. Right. People have to layer. We do it live. They have <laughs> to right. do one, come back, lay another part, right, add right, a piece, right. mm-hmm. use the pro tools to slide it. Nah, we, nah, we play. I love that. Okay. That's amazing. Okay, so I'm honestly like... I've been doing a little snooping, and tell me a little bit about the work that you did with Dr. Dre. All right. So, the first thing I did with him, uh, he actually worked on my record when he signed me. I met him uh, on a, my best friend at the time, Dave. He brought him actually to my house. Okay. As I'm taking out the trash, so he, I meet Dre, take him upstairs, play. I have a setup in my living room, you know, music, keyboard, drum machine. I play. Mm-hmm. Things he's like, okay, I'm looking for somebody who knows how to work with not only this, but the in the studio, we got the boards, blah blah blah. Can you blah blah? Oh, yeah, okay, to a point of I actually showed him which boards to use, which he still uses to this day now. Mm-hmm. And he was not using, like, I've helped elevate him in the manner, like, PhD, like, you know, not mm-hmm. like people don't think like us when it comes to music, they just approach you with a computer and a beat and mm-hmm. it's hot and it's lit you know mm-hmm. it's like nah that ain't it right you could do that that's cute mm-hmm. but I mean you want to be known for doing something you want to just do it so yeah, do it we don't it's not money we give money but and from other places too it wasn't really have you guys seen each other do you guys still do any music or just chill and Talk about old times. <laughs> nah, I got some. I got two new songs I'm gonna play for you off camera. Yeah, okay. I just did Andre. That's going on. Either the new record I saw one of them on the whiteboard, or my record, and I'll explain. Okay. This is wow. So I'll wow. Some stuff for you. Yeah, we. Uh, I was just with Dre on the fourth of July or something like that. Okay. Usually, yeah, we are. Okay. You know, like over the past five years, we've been reading. What do you call when you had a best friend and then you get back and hang with him? You guys like reunited. Yeah, reunited. So yeah. Okay. Oh, that's great. I love so, to hear it. I love it. Oh yeah. The kids, like my daughter's been over there. My other daughter met him. He's actually my first daughter's godfather. She he came to the oh, ceremony okay. the church, the whole nine thousand, and uh, she never met him. And people always thought she was a liar. She lived in Florida. Like, <laughs> you don't know no Dr. Dre, but you know the whole get down, right? Her mom's white, so she's like, well, you a white girl. You don't know Dr. Dre. What the hell are you? But uh, I actually was able to put them together on the fourth to speak video or... Zoom, FaceTime. FaceTime. Okay. And, and she actually was very happy about it. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, 
That's so. good. So yeah, we uh You guys are cool. That's yeah. great, that's amazing. Yes. So tell me a little bit more about this whole death bro experience that you did have and going on to the other record label that you did sign on to, Atlantic Records. Let's you did see. say? So yeah, well I, I skipped some stuff when I did that story. But yeah, Death Row was a yeah, quite an experience. Okay. I was telling shout out to producer Phil. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I was telling him that I was gonna tell a story, one of the death row stories. So one of the things yes. we did was we went on tour. First with the clubs, then with the stadiums and arenas. So we went on the club tours, it was like nineteen ninety one, right when the record dropped, like from December to March this time of the year to be on the east coast mm-hmm. place. so we played Crazy. in milwaukee where the bucks played and we played the night Envo played the night before and then we played the next night and okay. so they came and watched us sat in the front row all that night so, so <laughs> that night um there was an issue with the uh, sound now okay. this is the thing there's two sets of sound. Most people don't understand. The guys on stage, they don't ever hear what's happening out in the... Right. If you're in an arena or the big theater, you don't mm-hmm. know what that sounds like. All okay. you hear is your monitor system. Right. Like okay. your headphones. You mm-hmm. don't know what we can hear out here, right? So, mm-hmm. the uh, the whole thing was the, the guys hit the mics and the monitors hit feedback, knocked them back. Oh, my God. Bad start. So one of the engineers that night, I just happened to catch him. So we we changed in the Milwaukee Bucks locker room, mm-hmm. right? So I saw him. Somebody, he was on the floor in the shower, and it was like, "You fell, right? Like you fell." It's like fourteen dudes in the circle. Oh dang! Engineer ran out. This dude was making like ten thousand dollars a week. He quit. Yeah, that's the one. And then the, the next night in Cleveland, uh-huh. so this is something I used to do, this camera. So I can tell this story because these are things I have never said. Okay. So this one is so funny to me. Heard it first here on They're, the Caliente yes, Show. For the yes. Caliente girls. Yes. The Caliente, y'all got believe. The I want to get up here. We got y'all the stars. Yeah. <laughs> so trip this. We were in, I'm going to just change the cities around. I think we was in Cleveland. Okay. So, it was snow. Like, I never saw snow on the... Tony, you would trip off of this. Oh, you've been in New York. On the sides of the freeways, wow. the snow is stacked up like 7 to 10 feet because they push it off. Wow, and right. it stacks up, right? Mm-hmm. So, at the end of one of our shows, every time we went somewhere, Dre would get a new relative. Like, somebody wanted to get in or whatever. There's always a new cousin, a new whatever. So, <laughs> this co- they got kind of... I guess they, you know, they whatever, gangsters, whatever. They got tired of the bullshit, so... Every town, they would pick somebody to do some, would be a victim. Mm-hmm. So this okay. one guy came up and was like, hey, he got his way onto the bus. Uh-oh. So when he got on that tour bus, Uh-oh. Uh, it was normally about maybe seven to ten guys there that were like security or whatever. So when he got, when he got on the bus, they just kind of jumped him started beating him and the bus driver was like I can't really drive right? oh wow so he's like y'all gotta move back so I was sitting like on the bar seat next to the mm-hmm. window like you know on the bus you got the big seat and yeah. these two facing each other so I was sitting there watching like a melee and Suge got he was like <laughs> next to me trying to hit the guy and he, his elbow he had glove Damn, I'm gonna hit okay. you man you're gonna have to move so I got my ass up the window right back. move <laughs> they okay. did whatever but trip this is the thing 
So we on the bus, on the highway. Bus driver opened the door, said, open the door, slow down. They open the door, poof, they throw him out the thing. It's a snow drift. It's a, you seen the cartoons when the person throwing the snow and it's just the body shaking. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. That's exactly what happened, like a cartoon. We was, them niggas was laughing. I was like, that was oh. fucked up. Dang. Oh. That dude's never gonna forget this shit. But do we know why him? Is it because he got onto the bus or was there something about him? Why him? Why him? See, so you know what? This is really a question that intrigues me. You know, I'm gonna explain the why question. Okay. I have no idea why, but mm-hmm. I learned this about why. People who generally ask, so you can ask, you can find out who did something, mm-hmm. what was done, where it was, when it happened, mm-hmm. and how it was done, and still not know why. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you know why, you still don't know none of this. But you yeah. know what? People who ask why are want to know the more spiritual answer. I learned that. Okay. okay. I don't know why, but they beat his ass and threw him out the window. Sometimes that happens. Is you just, just at the wrong day. place in the wrong time? Yeah, that I think makes it sense. Been anybody yeah. Okay. Even me, if I had to say it the wrong. Place. Like in Hawaii, they was. I'm not gonna tell that white story. <laughs> offline, offline. Off, off, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. I feel okay. Like this all day long. I feel like why haven't you like written a story or something? I have a comic I'm writing about my life. It's more oh. of a. Uh, so everybody's got a documentary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So okay. Be to me. Like, I saw like, I don't know. Everybody made an encyclopedia. Oh, yeah. I got an idea. I'm gonna make my encyclopedia. I'm gonna make mm-hmm. my documentary. I'm right. Make my documentary. I want a documentary. I don't even watch those. I know there's a like. A, a, so I felt like I want people to know. Mm-hmm. So how do you let people know what you did, but yet entertain? So I came up with this concept of my comic, which is about an alternate reality where music is the king of everything so everyone that's involved with music is like rulers of the world kings queens presidents the first black president was Quincy Jones instead of Mm -hmm. Barack Obama right okay because of the music yeah because what happened is in the 50s certain people learned how to weaponize music Mm -hmm. they could make people dance but they could make them do other stuff too Mm -hmm. like vote and pick it started to you know mm-hmm. to use that splendidly so it's all of us went, and then when hip hop was developed it's the mm-hmm. most powerful weapon it's like a nuclear weapon mm-hmm. so guys like me who could weaponize hip hop the CIA came and got us to work yeah okay so what I do in the story is I get caught into an interrogation room with exhibit he's the one that's questioning me right okay and he's asking me these questions and of course I'm saying so. nothing but like what that. happens is the vice president, who's the most powerful person on the planet, not the president, right. he's mm-hmm. the figurehead, he got the votes, but the vice president runs the military. Mm-hmm. Right. So the vice president is Ice-T. This is okay. the second time. He was vice president with Quincy Jones because he okay. was the first rapper. Then there was Biggie and Tupac. They got assassinated right. Right. as that vice president. This is all in the comics. So, okay. This is so good. Right. It's kind of interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So it goes on into where... They just want to, they say, okay, not a, whenever, I was a Spectre agent. So, in other words, they don't know that I went to work with Dre on the behest of the government, not because okay. of them. I'm in right. there, I'm a secret agent teaching him how to produce, showing him how to use the SSL, giving him game on how to weaponize music. Okay. And so, as he gets more powerful, if you notice too, the truth of the matter is, there was an article in one of these magazines, I can't remember, but they talked about people who actually influenced Dre. 
and uh, I was one that was in, I was the only one that was in multiple eras, and I also, the songs that I worked with are like kind of really cool songs, like Strand on Death Row is cool, I, I lied. Doggy Dog World was the first yeah. number one, mm-hmm. California Love, Tupac, mm-hmm. uh, Hello from NWA, yeah. Explosive, okay. those are all like, you know, there was mixing, gin and juice and all these, I didn't produce those, but like, like I tell people, I, I did all the bullets and gunshots on the Doggy Style album, like mm-hmm. stuff like that, like, okay. just crazy, stupid things, like I'm the voice on Who Am I with the talk box when they snooze the dog pounds and nah, that's me. Like most people don't that's know that. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like those things are there. So when I say something, then I can point to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They go, oh wait, okay, maybe everything you saying is true then, because mm-hmm. it is. But mm-hmm. nobody's denying it, and I'm not trying to take anyone else's shot because mm-hmm. Drake does his thing. Mm-hmm. I just was involved with what I was involved with. Yep, right. So, it's so when it's all in reality, those songs are songs that were the most powerful in this catalog. Explosive was sampled something like 50 times. You can include H to the Izzo, three other Rockefeller familiar songs, two other Jay-Z songs. Kanye okay. West that, sampled yeah. it nine times. Okay. Erica Badu had a Grammy off Basic the bag legs. Okay. All from Explosives. Mm-hmm. One of the most. So he got elected because of the... Because of that. So okay. they want to talk to me. So my man Tony here from the Dominican Republic, he runs the hey, Dominican Tony. version of the Mossad. Okay. Right? Well, what? Right. So, you know, I go, I'm got to get out of here. So that's what a song Sigame. It's a really a target to Ice T that's saying, you want to find me? I'm on IG. You can follow me. You can like, like me. me. Tony Hasboon is the company. That means they know. Mm-hmm. Now in this world, the Mossad ain't nothing. It's the Dominicans. You don't okay. want to mess with them. The Nazis lost to them. The Russians lost to them. There you go. Mm-hmm. They have plants. They got the most beautiful women all over the world. They're agents. They pop up as the mistress. So in my book, Ice-T's mistress is going to be a Dominican young lady. He doesn't know she's Dominican. And she's going to be like, for us. So the whole time, we cool. <laughs> That's a great so story. As I sit in the room, he asks me these questions. I don't answer. I take the fifth. I'm not saying nothing. So then the vice president will say, look, we know he did. And they tell the story. So it's coming from their point of view. Like from, yeah, their point of view. I don't tell it. You're not telling your story. So he goes in the room room on one scene and says, hey. So I don't really know what to ask him. He says, look, we know he did explosive. We know he did this. We know Mm -hmm. he did that. It's not credited, but we know. But we know. know. Oh, my God. I love that. Yeah. So I'm going to tell the story in a series of those Mm -hmm. through the comic. And then we go from seven episodes because there's seven songs. Right. Okay. So, including Reckless is eight. And okay. Ice even says that he names him. I said, look. And he even tells Agent X, like, exhibit, look, this guy, Eminem said that he started his career because of Glove. Kanye West's life got changed because of Explosive. These okay. are facts. Right. Mm-hmm. He introduced you to Dre, which mm-hmm. is a fact. And so he's going to say, yeah, this guy, we got to get him. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm on the run. Okay. Find me. And, then, and, and so there's a thing that happens in the Dominican Republic where if you're a thief, uh-huh. they'll tag you. Okay. Oh. And then they chase, they find you and they chase you like on Instagram mm-hmm. and then they'll execute you or whatever. Like chop your hand off. Yeah. Nah, they beat the shit out of you. Okay. It's, so that's what this is about. Like when you, okay. see, so you see how it's, obviously it's somebody in 
looking at, they looking for yeah, us. Yeah, they mm -hmm. looking for you. They ain't gonna find us though. No. They don't know yes. where we are. Am I wearing the same sweater? Yeah, the dark version <laughs> of it. Yeah, the same one. Love it. So, so that's cool. how I'm gonna tell my life story. And then it goes into the, from the comic to the audio book to the animated to the live action. I love that. Spending a lot of time in the Dominican Republic. So that's what me and Tony are working on right now. That's, what is, that's why so much Spanish for me. And that's the reason why I'm vocalized. Like, because of the film. Mm -hmm. So it makes okay. more sense. It's not like normal rap now. Right. These are conversations. Like, uh, what's that show? Uh, uh, Hamilton? Or, yes. A Bridgerton? No. No, Hamilton. And the other one was Washington Heights. Okay. These are shows that are like acted out. Act yes, yes. So portions of it will fall into mm -hmm. that. Yes. Okay, so are you, you, you said that you're still writing this story, right? Um, I completed up to, I haven't done that last chapter yet. Okay. So when do you have a, like an estimated time that you'll be done with this so, story? Because um, I, would, I would love to read it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to shoot you guys the first page. Okay. But, um, it's a, I would love uh, to read it. So I'll probably be finished with it. So the record, this song is going to drop, I think, September 1st. Okay. So by the time September 1st comes, all the artwork will be done. And okay. we're releasing the music as a soundtrack. Okay. So like, you know, you're going to see clips, scenes. And we'll like start with a comic scene like that, right? Mm -hmm. Then we'll come to life and act out the scene in real life for the video. Mm, it's gonna be dope. Yeah, it's just something to do. So everybody does the same thing, man. There's no need for that. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm, if somebody want to do a documentary about me, cool. I'll never do a master class. I will make a video for my children. There you go. I love I that. <laughs> I love that. I know. Go ahead. I just noticed, like, they're very family-oriented. He mentioned, like, he'll do that for his children. And yeah. now Dr. Dre did come out to speak to his daughter. Yeah. So I noticed that. I like that. Uh, they all stay well connected. That is true. That's a good one. Mm -hmm. So and we got the girls, too. I got two daughters. Yes, mm -hmm. that's what you... I did, I did hear yeah. that. So are they both here in L.A.? Now, my oldest daughter, Ciara, she is in Orlando... At Winter Park, she's oh, there, or something Florida. like that. Okay. And my baby's here with me, she's right. Oh. So she's good. Be 16. Okay, Ooh. we have a sweet 16 party at October. Okay, the Caliente girls will come are over. We oh, oh, are we invited? Oh, <laughs> yes, I love them. Yes, I love them. So, Tony, the husband, the company, we yes. gonna grab a Bentley or something, pick her up for pictures, take her to the park. You know how they do the yes, pictures they, with they, yes. only she's a 16. Exactly. This is a sweet 16. Kingsingetta. How do you say 16? Uh, 16. There you go. <laughs> yes. 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 I know, but not the 16. Yeah. yeah. In America, though, we How? do the 16, so we're going to flip. So I, I, real quick, I, I wanted to, it's Sigame, right? That's mm -hmm. the that song. Um, I love that song. That's what you were referring to when you're talking about follow me like mm, my picture on ig mm -hmm. so i know that you also rapping in spanish and i know you also mentioned um has boone did i say it right yeah now i'm like gonna keep saying it so <laughs> now i'm gonna remember it um so he's on that track so i would love to hear from him as well do i switch yeah well, finish the interview with, with uh, chris okay oh, okay I wanna 
Okay. 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 Yeah. Well, honestly. Honestly, tell me a little bit more because um, I am a big fan of Tupac and, you know, Ice Cube and stuff. So I do listen to a lot of the music now today. Tell me, um, give me a few songs that you did do with Tupac himself. So Tupac, I only did California Love. And this is a trippy story. Okay. So Tupac, when I went to the, so we did California Love. This part of it was done at Dre's house in Calabasas in his studio. So we go there mm-hmm. and... Working the songs, he's playing the part. It's got the horns. Everything's going. I'm like, he's like, okay, we gonna get to take the sample. I get the horn players come in. Mm-hmm. Once you play something not like what is in the sample, something different, make something up, blah blah blah. Make it. So I came up with this little part, little keyboard part. Just play this chord, laid this down. Oh, it's perfect. So I'm hearing the track. Dre's rapping two verses, right? So I go in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I'm making a sandwich. Tupac shows up. He got a blunt. Okay. Oh, what's up, man? You want to hit this? Yeah. So I hit the blunt. I'm still making it. You want a sandwich? No, I'm good. So I hit the blunt. I hand it back to him, right? So mm-hmm. I make the sandwich. I watch him walk off. Okay. I finish making. You know how long it take you to finish making the sandwich? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, I just walked in there like five minutes ago. I cut the sandwich. I go in there. So I walk the way Tupac did. It's like a party in the other room. A few people, some girls out by the pool, chilling. It's all cool. Mostly people we know. It's good. So I walk through there and go in the back sliding glass door back into the studio with like a half a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And Tupac standing at the mic, he had already laid. So when Tupac raps, he'll rap what we call a triple. He'll say it once, then he'll double it, then he'll do a last voice the third time. He was doing the third voice. Okay. When I walked in, I was sitting there like... So I watched him rap. This is like Dre's studio. It was like one bedroom, cut a window, other bedroom. So he in the other bedroom, like right here, this other office. So he rapping. I'm watching. I'm like, okay, so he done, right? He comes out of there. I was like, Dre, I just went into the kitchen. Like, it was two <laughs> verses. Like, what? what in the world? He's like, man, Pac showed up. And now it's going to be me and Tupac. It was his song. And then that became California Love with Tupac. <clears throat> then it became Tupac's song featuring Dre. Dre. Mm-hmm. Like it was Dre's song by himself. Mm. He did the music and the damn rap. And then you see Dang. how we do these songs, right? We release it like that. Damn, so, that's a cool story. Yeah, but that's it was nice. like so fast. I don't know how he did that. <laughs> he was he was in the moment. You know, sometimes when you're just in the moment. He's like just an angel or something. He had po- I tell you, we got superpowers. Yeah. It's no joke. Like yep. And it was what you hear on the song. Mm-hmm. He did that one time, once. He had to do it only once because I wasn't going half an hour total. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't even get the voice right in a half an hour. Right. On a podcast. <laughs> a record. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really, that's really nice. That's the only Thanks time I ever met that. Tupac in my life. That 30 minutes. Those 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Dang. While wow, you're making a sandwich. That's uh, a good I, I was actually making, making a sandwich. sandwich. And walked in, I was like, "Oh, this is a good sandwich." It yeah, was. Oh, okay. At Dre's You'll kitchen. You'll never forget it. Let me tell you, every kitchen Dre got, I made a sandwich. I mean, I'm gonna tell you, you open that thing up, it's like twice what any of the best deli you ever heard of got. I want every piece of meat and every piece of cheese <laughs> just because I can. We'd be like, "There's bread in there too," so we make 17 sandwiches, dog. You cool, man? Have at it, love. 18, then I'll make you one. Hey. Man, I 
love that. Well, thank you it. so much for sharing all these amazing stories with us. Yeah. I can't wait for the comic. I can't wait to get in the studio with you. Just kidding. Yes, <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not going to forget that. And we definitely going to be at the Sweet 16. No cap. Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be so funny. Yes. So my daughter met Black China. I'm working with China. Okay. So I took her to China's house. She plays with Dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so, dope. Like, Look at that. Yeah, that like, works out. See you there. There okay. you go. Well, thank you, Glove. Thank yes. you so much for being yes. on. And we're so excited to hear what's coming next. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you can find me at Chris Glove. Cal, everybody yes. will find you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Chris Glove. I'm on Instagram. What about Sweets? And Sweets, that's my cannabis company. It yes. Is a- Elo has on a Sweets jacket that I'm Absolutely. loving. <laughs> yes. Uh, shout out to C Major and Keith Bowles, who's my business partners, man. Yes. I just want to say Sweets underscore CA. Sweets with a Z. Yeah. And uh, check us out. We got merch and we got blunt. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. With a glass tip. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining the Caliente Girls. Love y'all. You're listening to the number one station for unsigned artists, Caliente Girls, Dash Radio, Discover Channel. I don't go mind to ask you to be my lover, my lover. Only not the problem. Send your eyes and make a wire, wire. You be my woman, woman. My lover, lover. If loving is a crime, then just me for
always imitated, but never duplicated. The mighty, mighty, unfatables, caliente girls. It's that New York, it's that base. It's that come on girl, we going to elation. It's that throw it in the bag, girl, pack it up. It's the ATL for the night, now back it up. It's your birthday, what's the move? Get some Casamigo bottles in Tulum. It's that Dior, Cancun. I'm talking four or five girls to a room. I know you want to party and bush. And you got your bitches with you, yeah, you got your I know you want to party and bush. And you got your bitches with you, yeah, you got your I know you want to party and bush. And you got your with you, and you got your with you, party and bush. Tiene que, tiene que, vamos a jugar a quien no, 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 no. 
no tumba la casa, papi, ¿qué te pasa? Halo por la raza, ven y míralo. Mm. Que te candela, tiene que apagarla. Vamos a jugar a quien lo hace mejor. The goddess, goddess of sex is in the building. Telling Kissy is on the line. the new or ancient multivitamin I never knew about. Hi, this is Darling Kitty, your sex talk whisperer for the Caliente Girls, and this is my two-calorie quickie. I've never died from swallowing, maybe because mostly I spit, but that's neither here or in there. But I've been caught off guard with random full load, and from what I hear, a load can add up to only five calories. The sex.com posted on their website another wonderful article written by Sunny Rogers on how semen is life's elixir. Well, if Sunny says so, it must be true. I just may have to reconsider on how I look at these little pollywogs, and I'm a believer that fish are our friends, not food. Sunny writes, statistics from the World Health Organization states that the average male produces 1.5 to 5 milliliters of semen at each ejaculation. Semen is chocked up full of amazing benefits given that sperm only comprises 3% of semen while the rest of the fluid is comprised of 200 separate proteins. Semen is rich in vitamins, minerals, including calcium, magnesium, vitamin B12, C, zinc, potassium, and more. Sunny also states that according to the research by the Arctic University of Norway, spermine, a compound found in sperm, contains potent antioxidants and anti-inflammatory agents. Research by the Gordon Gallup and Rebecca Birch State of University of New York at Albany and psychologist Stephen Plaktek, University of Liverpool, concluded that semen and with its sperm provides mood-elevating estron, oxytocin, affection-promoting cortisol, sleep-inducing melatonin, and antidepressant qualities. She even provides a link to semen, a semen recipe book called The Natural Harvest, a collection of semen-based recipes that tout the health of benefits of the ingest, ingesting semen. Watch out turmeric, cow, and coconut water. A new superfood is on the market, per her article. Many tales during the Han Dynasty of China believed that the loss of semen led to the loss of their vitality life force. While some Taos pledged to never ejaculate, others created specific sexual practices to extend the period between their orgasm and ejaculation. Some of these ancient methods are still used today. Wow. And if you're interested in checking out that book, you can Google it or you can find it on Amazon. Macaroni in the pot. I got that good go. Caliente girls. Every drop is guap. Please don't stop. Please don't stop. And it don't stop. Dash. I see you at the movies. I see you with your lipstick on. I'm looking out for cosmos. I'm hoping that we'll get along. It's time for renovation. It's time for us to make a
Birthday Girls. Non-stop. In the mix. In the mix. Listen to our podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, and more. Contact Billy, Rehab Media, at 888-475-1567, extension 3. tuned into Caliente Girls here on Dash Radio, iHeartRadio. It's your girl, Callie Alley, and I'm here sitting with one of my faves. You get to be humble, but I don't. (laughs) One of my faves. I can't get enough of you. I have baby Kaylee. Hi, guys. What's up? How are you this lovely evening? Um, I'm doing all right. Yeah? I'm doing all right tonight. You feeling good? Yeah. Tonight's a little better. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good. And that's all we can ask for is just yeah. um, taking it day by day. Exactly. What's it like to wake up as baby Kaylee every day? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, I just do my regular degular stuff. Like, it's <laughs> nothing crazy to my life besides working in studio. And I love to hang out with my friends. Yeah. And I just, you know, I I like to work, but I like to have fun, too. So that's kind of like my day, you know. Yeah. Business first, then get to party later, do my there stuff later. So Work hard, play harder? Exactly. Or is it work? Do you play hard, no, work I, harder? No, I work harder and then play, like, <laughs> kind of chill you know what I'm saying um, but that's just how I was raised always in a household that you know you just gotta work for what you, you want you're not gonna get nothing for free so that's just how I was raised and that's just how I play shout out to your parents for that <laughs> I mean some people I feel like they just get handed everything to them and I'm just like oh must be nice yeah I, I mean but I do look at other people that have things that I want and be like wow like congrats mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. But wish I had that too. But like, I'm gonna get it my way. Right. You know, like when I get it, I'm gonna finally say like, I got it because of me and my hard <laughs> yeah. work and yeah. my money. No one else helped me do none of this. Like, it's all me. It's just, and when I meet people that worked hard for everything they got, mm-hmm. I don't care if they're high maintenance. If they worked hard for everything, hey, you know, whether it's like surgery, designers, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But what a different attitude from versus the people that don't work hard, but that get handed to them like everything and they have on that. It's just two different attitudes. No, because people that work hard for what they want, they're so much more humble about mm-hmm. it. And then people that get handed everything, they're like, yeah, I got it. And like, you don't have it. Right, it's like, right. It's like... Like, pipe down, <laughs> calm down. Like, let's not go there right now. Uh, I mean, I could have that too if I compromise with older men, but it's just not, it's not my thing. So let's not go there. <laughs> let's not go there. I mean, is older men like attractive, like Barack Obama? Yes, I'll take that. Really? I think he's handsome. Okay. I don't know what, maybe it's the. Okay, Callie. I know. I think because he's just got swag and he's so powerful and so inspiring. And his story with Michelle, like, every, I, it's overall. I can respect yeah. that. I can respect that. <laughs> I want to know, you've been making music for a long time. Yes. A long time. You're not like those people that just woke up and you're like, oh. I'm going to be an artist Yeah. I'm going to go platinum (laughs) next week. (laughs) No, not like that at all. I've been making music since I was four years old. Damn. What led you into music? Honestly, my parents. Mm. And they... They saw at a young age that I can memorize songs quickly and I had a different attitude. I had different like spunk to me than all my other siblings. And there was just something a little different from what they tell me. I don't remember. (laughs) But from what they told me all the time is that I just, I was just a little different from them. And then we just started to pursue that and I just fell in love with it. At first, I thought it was like they signed me up for a sport. At first, I was like... And, like, this, like, soccer, cheerleading, like, you just sign me up and do it. But, like, nope. And then I just grew to love it more and more and more, like, each day. And now here I am sitting with you. Dang. What what kind of music did you listen to growing up, like, your parents would play? Oh, my God. A lot of old school stuff. Like old chris brown we oh. we would listen to dream you know dream? Oh, oh my god yes. I start on that that gives me like what's it called nostalgia mm, yeah nostalgia. So like, nostalgic yeah yeah it's so like deja vu when i listen to that music it takes me back to like a very happy place mm. that i have and like i just listen to a lot of music like that and like uh, i wish i could just go back to this time because music was just so much better yeah honestly yeah 
But isn't that funny? As we get older, we we find ourselves saying that. Yeah. And that's something like our parents used to say. Oh, and now it's like I'm saying it. Now I'm saying it. I'm not even like 18 yet. It's like kind of sad, low key. It's kind of sad, but I like that you said um, you're like I even feel that I'm not even 18. However, that being said, you've dropped a lot of music, mm-hmm. and I feel with your newest single, Walk there's so much growth even with the single cover like mm-hmm. i feel like you've grown so much from the music that you put out like the past years yeah biggest accomplishment or do you feel like this is just another chapter i think this is just another chapter i make music constantly i'm always in the studio every single day perfecting my craft yeah and this is just that was just another thing to put in the bolt yeah you know just another little single under my belt um i really think i truly think that jacked Mm -hmm. was perfect to me like i like 
I listened to that song and I don't think I could have perfected anything like better like I don't think I could have made it better and like I was so proud of myself when I did that and usually I don't get like that because I'm just like oh it's another mm -hmm. song you know I'm gonna mm -hmm. just put it out you know mm -hmm. a little something for the people but that one I feel like I truly changed and I finally found my sound I found what I like to write about I found like everything that I liked in the song and like it truly changed me that song I feel like I really found myself at a young age my parents tell me like you feel like you found yourself you found your sound you found like what beats you like and you're so young I'm like yeah well that's what making music every day does to you so it's organic for you yeah Watch my lips when I talk like this. Look at my fit when I roll like that. I'm here to stay. Matter of fact, go tell your boys they getting jacked. Throwing a fit when I talk like this. Throwing a fit when I dress like that. I'm here to stay. Got them slaps. That's why these boys is getting jacked. They love my hits when they sound like this. Love my fits when they look like that. I'm here to stay. I got them slaps. That's why these boys is getting jacked. I'm good like juice, sweeter than Kool-Aid. I can drop bangers every two days. That's no cap. I'm about to get paid. I know where I'm headed. They stuck in a maze. Turn me up when you drop that beat. Time to wake up. Some of y'all been sleep. Yeah. And I loved it. You're like, hold up. No. <laughs> I was pausing. Like, I felt like I was pausing the whole time because I'm like, wait, 
rewind. Let's take a minute. I think you did pretty good. Really? I think you did pretty good. Yeah. It's just that was the first time I watched it in years. I what made you just be like, okay, I'm gonna get it done. Honestly, because of it blowing up on TikTok. Yeah. Like everyone was going crazy about it on TikTok. I was like, I don't know what y'all see in this. Like, I don't know what the hype is about that song. I'm just like, but okay. So it was yeah. blowing up on TikTok. And then I was like, you know what? The real video is getting like a lot of views. Let me just make a reaction video so yeah. people see me now reacting to my yeah. younger self. And it's just so funny. Like, oh honestly, God. it's so funny. It's just like, crazy what? when you said that the whole part that is the trend, you didn't even want to have that a part of the video. Yeah. The um, part. Yeah, I thought that was a very important, like, fun fact to say. Is it was. That yeah. The whole trend is hello my name is Zuzi with the big eyes and like when they gave me the video back when I was younger I was like mm -mm, like it's not cute no. like I don't like it no. yeah you of know? course I would say the same thing it's like weird I look like a bug <laughs> like I cannot and what made them do that did they say well no we think this would be honestly I think it's because the original like I automatically mm. made my eyes bigger in the original like with the unedited version, I made my oh, eyes bigger. So they like completely enhanced it. <laughs> I was like, y'all, calm down. Well, what are we doing here? Calm down. You know? Oh my God. But then him right there kind of talked me into it. Ah, there and you I go. was just like, all right, I guess, whatever. You know, just it is what it is. Let it be. But um I'm glad. Now it's the whole trend and I'm I'm glad I didn't change it because that's what people like about it. So who is Susie? Honestly, just a little, like, alter ego. <laughs> just a little, like, person inside of me, I guess. <laughs> I was so young. I'm just like, Zuzi. Like, it goes with it, it's you know? perfect. So. I was like, is her name Susie? I was like, don't say Susie. <laughs> no, not Susie. Zuzi. Oh, with a Z. With a Z. <laughs> Zuzi with a uh, Z. see? Man, I got a genius. You got to send me those lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> not genius. Not genius coming in the chat. Uh-uh. <laughs> I heard they be messing up lyrics, though. Really? That's what my friends that are artists, that's they, like, they be messing up my own lyrics. They can't even get it right. When they type it on the screen? <laughs> maybe. May, or maybe they just hear different. But I thought it was usually verified by the artist. So I was like, yeah. oh, I thought it was all. That's what I thought, too. Ooh. Who knows? I was watching Genius interviews today. And that's kind of funny. Genius. I me love too. their interviews. Me, too. That it kind of just gives me a different, like, look on yeah. the song. It and, does. Yeah. And it's like, I, because as an artist, I can totally respect, like, artists, like, going and, like, taking every single like line and yeah. like telling the, telling the audience like how they felt when they made that and like what it really means to them yeah. and I I respect that completely and I I can't even lie like I be doing my own little genius interviews uh, by myself girl that's manifestation I know I'm like if I ever go on genius this is what I'm gonna say with this line <laughs> this is what I'm gonna say with this line and I just be like mm -hmm. you know doing my own thing the only thing that you kind of have to change is when i get on Gen when i get on genius not mm -hmm. if because you are mm -hmm. so we gotta change that word when I'm, i get on when genius, i get on genius i'm gonna do this <laughs> and i also want to go on the hot ones challenge you ever mm -hmm. watch that is that yes with well, the chicken wings i've only seen one with idris elbow because that's like my that's my man who's that <gasps> okay so this interview is over guys thank you for tuning in <laughs> he's like i don't he's an, an actor maybe if you is know he the his bald face. guy <laughs> I, I want to say yes. Hold on, let me. You got it. Hey, Siri, show me Idris Elba. Oh, she don't even know. <gasps> she like, who? Uh-uh. No. Siri. No, she don't want He was in a movie called uh, 
God, he was in a bunch of movies. I think the one that was kind of pretty big was um, the one that he did with Beyonce. I think I know. He's like really, really like dark, right? Yeah. And he has a beard. Like, and he was like choking up, right? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. He was like, <laughs> like he was choking up. I love him. He's in Thor. He's in, I think he's in the new DC movies. Um, Yeah, he's just got a, it. Yeah. <laughs> That's your screensaver? <laughs> <laughs> a Kobe. I have Kobe. Oh. But yeah, you know, close, close. But yeah, that's um. How did I bring up? Oh, the wings. That's yeah, the, the wings. one I saw. I watch like all their things. I'm like, <laughs> when I go on there, I'm gonna do it like a Michael B. Jordan style. When he went on there, he was like, I'm not drinking no water till the end of it, and I'm gonna finish every wing. I was like, oh my that god. Work? Mm, I don't think it did. I don't think it did. <laughs> She's like, eh, no, nope. but when I go on there, I'm going to be so determined to eat every wing and not drink any water. Please don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no. Um, I cannot. When So the whole, you know, TikTok went viral. You're, I'm, I'm hearing your song everywhere. Everybody's doing the challenge. Mm-hmm. At any of, like, the time, did you, were you afraid that, like, oh, people are going to get tired of this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people kind of did get tired of it. Like I'm not because, tired of it. but Really? I, I, no. Uh-uh. Stop. Be tired <laughs> of it swear. now. She's a now. <laughs> now. Um, yeah. I mean, I wasn't really scared. I low-key wanted it to, like, kind of go uh, away. Because really? that was, like, that was, like, chapter two in my mm, life. Right, right, right. And right, it's, right. like. I don't want to go back. I want to go forward. I want to create more chapters. I don't want to go reread chapters, you know? So that being brought up again, I was kind of like, oh, I mean, you know, the kids like it. All right, we'll go with it. I I can't lie. I made a couple TikToks myself about it so that the people know, like, this is my song. You're kind of doing, like, my little trends, Um, you know, because I don't sound the same. Yeah, no, no. And I didn't even sound like myself in that song because I was playing a character. Mm -hmm. That song was a character. That wasn't me. Like, I've never made a song that silly before in my life, and I actually didn't want to make that song in the first place. It was like a little like cover type thing. And I've never done like a parody, you know. So that was my first one. And, you know, it just happened to be one of my biggest. So it's very different from all your music. Yes. I've never had a song like that. Even when I was four years old, five years old, like none of my music sounded like that. And I made that song ill when I was nine years old. And my music from like when I was six sounded better than ill. What the heck was I doing at nine? Not that. See? Soccer? <laughs> Playing soccer? Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. In front of my apartment, yeah. Well, not the apartment, but you know, in front of the apartment. Yeah, you're right. The was. complex. You called it. She's like, soccer? I was soccer? Like, I mean, it was kind of like, yeah, parking lot that we used. Got yeah. it. Can't lie, I've been there too. <laughs> What's the worst and best part about being in the music industry? Worst part is that people try to critique you for things that they've never done before Mm -hmm. like how are you gonna critique someone about something you have never done or tried to do in your life right like you're really telling me how to rap like have you ever written a bar before in your life yeah have you ever tried this like try it and then tell me you know that's the worst part everybody tries to give their input and stuff and it's like it's you know like calm down yeah (laughs) but the best part is that you get to be so creative and people actually understand where you're coming from like most people like most of my supporters they get it like they already know and it's like i create music for y'all and the best part is that i get comments on daily like you saved my life with your music and like that's the best thing you know so that's the best thing that's the worst thing 
And what's your favorite affirmation that you tell yourself these days? Affirmation. Like, is there something that you constantly have to tell yourself over and over so you can believe in it? Like, some people say, I am worthy. Um, I do not chase. I attract. Like, do you have a go-to where you can kind of say to yourself, like, a healing mantra? No, I've never actually thought about it before. I think my parents just do a good job with telling me, you know, (laughs) positive things on a daily basis. I don't really have, like, a good quote. Um, I actually just found one the other day that I kind of liked and, um, it goes, um, let me think. The only way you can get close to me is if I let you. Mm-hmm. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to start living by that. Mm-hmm. And I really like that quote that I found. So I guess that one, like, you mm-hmm. know, like I'm up here. You can't like, you know, yeah. it's not in a cocky way. It's more like confident way. And exactly. I feel like over the years I've been getting a lot more confident with Good. myself and my work. And it shows. So. It shows in your newest single. I love the video. I love Thank the colors, you. the Thank outfit, you. the drip, the confidence, everything. Hyping <laughs> me up. Callie over here hyping me up. If um, I ask this question to all my artists, if nobody knew who Baby Kaylee was and you had to introduce yourself with one song of yours, what song would that be and what would be the perfect setting for them to hear this song? Um, honestly, I would like them to hear... Oh, I wish I could say the newest one I made mm-hmm. because I always think that my work is always elevating mm. and I never want to go backwards because I always feel like I'm progressing. Um, but you guys haven't heard it. So I'm going to just go with Jacked. I really think like that song, I found myself, I found what I like and I think it could have been any more perfect. So I would say Jacked and I would love to listen to it in the car like cruising down the street late night la vibes windows down roof off and like you know just bumping it the loudest it can possibly go yes that's my vibe all the way up yes and what can we expect from baby kaylee for the rest of 2021 a lot more music that's all i can say a lot more i have literally like i've never been so like excited like crazy about it because there's just so much stuff coming and i'm just so excited and i know the people are gonna love it like i just know i just know please save us please save us save us (laughs) give us some good music don't hit me up too much don't (laughs) hit me up too much but yeah I'm so excited for what's to come with you. Um, You are amazing. You're staying true to yourself. And that's what I love about you. And I'm so excited for your next chapter. Thank you. Where can people find you? I mean, they they know where, but you know. No, they don't know where. They don't know where. Which is a shame, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You guys can find my music on all digital platforms like Pandora, Apple Music, Spotify. Make sure you follow me on Spotify because I will be Mm -hmm. posting a lot more music. And I want you guys to be alert. Um, and then my Instagram is at it's me baby Kaylee. Um, so go check it out. And my YouTube, go subscribe to my YouTube. Please, yes, please do. You guys heard it here on Caliente Girls. It's your girl Callie Alley. Don't move. We got some more jams on the way. Only here on Dash Radio.
different i don't buy into the politically correct mentality that we're all the same who's tired of the whole politically correct mentality where you can't if you want to see politically correct comedy you need to go see a non-smoking drug-free vegetarian bisexual handicapped native american senior citizen female that drives her electric car to her job at the recycling plant i'm not the one (laughs) We do things different I don't buy into the hype We're all the same To say that we're all the same We're all equal But to say we're all the same Denies God's creation As far as I'm concerned He knew what he was doing He made us all a little bit different Look how we parent Each ethnic group Does it a little bit different No one gives better parental advice Than my white brothers and sisters You guys give statistics And facts You guys have flyers on the refrigerator It's beautiful Just say no, Billy. (laughs) A Mexican mom doesn't give statistics. She doesn't give facts. She'll just give examples. (laughs) You're going to end up like your cousin Lupe. Some cultures, you could talk back to your mom. If you grew up in a Latino home, you cannot talk back to your mother. You let your kids talk back to you? They talk back to you? And you let them live? I mean, you let them get away with it? (laughs) I remember, I thought I was old enough to talk back to my mom. She whooped me and grounded me for two weeks. Had to call my wife, let her know I couldn't come home. (laughs) Baby, mom is tripping. Nice crowd. So I recently turned 40, like like 10 years ago, and um, over 40, wave a hand. If you're over 40, wave a hand. Okay. Now, if you're not 40, you're going to think this is a joke. 
But if you're over 40, you know I'm telling the truth. Because you start going through things when you cross 40 that you don't go through in your 30s and 20s. A couple weeks ago, I got hurt sleeping. Anybody? Anybody? Not jumping out of bed while I slept. I pulled a muscle. Now I'm limping around my house the whole day. I didn't know what happened. I couldn't remember. Then, I, then, then it hit me that I got that cramp. Who gets the cramp in the middle of the night? The cramp in the calf. Came time for me to take my nap, but I was scared. <laughs> I'm not in good enough shape to sleep. So, of course, I made that New Year's resolution to work out. I went to the doctor, though, and I said, you know, I want a workout plan. He told me to start with 25 crunches a day. I said, man, that's a lot of chocolate. But, uh... <laughs> I'm up to 12 bars a day, man. I'm feeling better, but my diabetes is out of control right now. <laughs> I wore black tonight. Ladies know that secret. Black makes you look thinner. I think it's true because I often see chubby white women with black boyfriends. <laughs> Just seen how far I could go with you guys, huh? Don't go too far, Paco. Now, this is small for Latino standards, but this is the biggest I've ever been. I was the runt of a high school of 3,000 kids. I went to Berkeley High. I was five foot two and 75 pounds my freshman year. I was, now I'm almost 200. And I went to a family party and my cousin walks up to me and he slaps me on my stump and goes, what happened? I said, I got older. I said, well, you were fat when we were 12. <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't have that booster seat law back then. Can you imagine me going to the prom? I'd be like all buckled up, you know. You're beautiful. Let me out, mom. So I've been married 21 years. Thank you. Thank you. Three wives, three wives, brother. I'm good at it, man. <laughs> I just did a show with a couple that had been married for 62 years. And I asked them right from the stage, say, how have you stayed married that long? And the husband said, we haven't spoke since Vietnam. Now, I just remarried my first wife. After 23 years apart, we got remarried, and I had to go see the counselor at church to find out, you know, he wanted to know why we wanted to get remarried. I said, because I miss half my stuff. <laughs> no, the hardest part about breaking up, because we were childhood sweethearts, and then we broke up, the hardest part was the custody battle. We are right there in court arguing, you take them. No, you take them. <laughs> Some of you are laughing, the rest of you are praying. <laughs> Flow presents.
a fine thing like you doing in town. Taking you all the way back with an old school blast from the past. Tonight I'm gonna lay a blockbuster on you. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have a block for you to bust too, baby. So you better bring a whole lot of hammer. Drop it. Strictly business, just like EPMD. I'm BLACK from the CBT. Where they dip some cigarettes and and them bras, they believe in me. So CIB, the Magnum totem. Keep my enemies on IV once I toast them. Just like my bagels. Have them like Christians over their head smoking halo. Call me Plato, I philosophize. By the brick and divided up amongst my guys. Then I call Lionel to press up the vinyl. So I can charge the game like a wild rhino. I know no one else could do it better. Is you stupid? Get your together. Bad man, sucks, sorry, I'm not scum from Kantam. And being a man is a Jamaican. Sending my message across the nation. Cause I'm original, bad man. Yo, I'm original, bad man. And very black scum from Kantam. And being a man is a Jamaican. We have no one original, bad man. I like mine all black and like him and him. The rugged ones, the ones that's feminine. In the friend, my dojo, you lose your mojo. My karate chops in slow mo. Walk around and knock the hair up off your chest. My shots turn your brains to a up mess. Unless I put the potato on the end of the barrel and watch your soul fly with the sparrow. Call me Feral Gorilla. A perros is mink, and sometimes I wear chinchillas. Yes, I'm the thriller. Brother, I pop crystal or drink Miller's. Turn wine coolers back to wine chillers. Yes, I'm the illest. No one is like me. No, that's unlike me. Bad man, girl of blacks come from Kantams. And being a man is a Jamaican. Sending my message across the nation. Cause I'm original bad man. Yo, I'm original bad man. And girl of blacks come from Kantams. And being a man is a Jamaican. We for the one original bad man. Me Shaq in the Bendigo. Black wear Fendi clothes. Yes, so many. Yes, so many flows. Start up the destruction. Assisted by Carlos on percussion. The ushering a new millennium. My mind process wraps like a Pentium. Anyone, anyhow, and anyway. Get up when spray. Yes, he went away with stuck up in his back. He fucked up with black. Got hit up with the. That's the stick, the act, don't act nonchalant. Yeah, I keep that hardware like I'm DuPont. Come on! Bad man, girl of blacks come from Kantam. And being a man is a Jamaican. Sending my message across the nation. Cause I'm original bad man. Yo, I'm original bad man. And girl of blacks come from Kantam. You're in the mix. Woo! 
Caliente girls. Turn it up. Bringing that hot hit. We never quit. Discover Channel.
show for unsigned artists. Out of Caliente. Girl Smash Radio. For the night, I'ma make her leave her friends, put her phone on quiet. She said she would a friend, but you know that I'm lying. I don't, no, 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 I don't feel your energy. No more, no more, no more. Hey, you are listening to the Galenta Girls.